Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. Hello! I'm really excited for this episode, not only because of my guests, but because of the film um, which we watched. Mainly because it's the subject matter of drugs. I'm really not knowledgeable about drugs. I'm um, one time I did a pot scene in my on my current Herald team at UCB, and my symbol for pot was me kissing, my, putting my thumb in my is my pointer finger. Oh God, I don't know my fingers, but making a kissing symbol, and everybody thought it was hilarious because I really don't know any kind of drug culture. But it also fascinates me. Anything, um, and mostly anything in this world that I'm not really knowledgeable of fascinates me. Probably the biggest reason I love cinema is it lets me enter worlds that I'm not familiar with. And like the film that we discussed um, in this episode, there's a couple of films that um, I'd like to point out that I think you should, if you haven't seen, you should watch. One of them most people are knowledgeable of it, and it's a movie that when uh, people ask me, what's your favorite movie, and my beyond my pretentious answer of like if you have a favorite movie you don't ha- you haven't seen enough movies which is pretentious but whatever I'll keep it my I do say Requiem for a Dream it's a movie that I really enjoy except for I've only seen it twice I've only seen it twice once was the R rated and once was the unrated version a very intense movie very emotionally draining about heroin of course I believe it's, yeah, it's heroin. It's a, it's a fascinating exploration of that world presented in a very cinematically beautiful way. The way Darren Aronofsky presents it is very beautiful. However, he's not, he's not glamorizing it. I don't think there's a point where he ever glamorizes the drug use. I think he does present to you, in, through the beauty of it, the reason why that addiction is so easily come to. The bliss that, that this drug brings in the lull, but then also... The search for that bliss leads you to massive um, ugliness in your life. Um, that, that movie definitely fascinates me very much, along with this film that we will discuss later on. Also, the other film that I'd like to briefly talk about, and if you haven't seen this movie, I think you should go out of your way to see it. Um, it's called Heaven Knows What. I was lucky enough to go see a screening before the release early this year, a sneak preview at Cinefamily with my friend Maureen, who... Luckily enough, she she took me along with her because she knew the filmmakers, Ben Safdie and uh, Joshua Safdie, who are brothers. But Heaven Knows What is a movie I think you should definitely go out of the way to see because it, it really captures the world of junkies. A world that I think, you know, I'm very distant from. It's scary. It's something that I'm, I, I'm far, as I said, far removed. But this movie really just throws you into this world of junkies people that live for that next fix and how they get through their day-to-day. It's a movie that would say that, like, I don't want to see it again, but I think that's a compliment to this film is because I don't want to see it again because they, they portray it so realistically. They ground it in that world. It's it's a train wreck that you can't not look away from. As, as soon as that movie started, I couldn't look away, but I constantly was waiting for the relief for the film to end so I could exit that world. That's, that's all I'm going to say about the film. I think everyone should go out of their way to see Heaven Knows What. Uh, see if it's if it's showing in any of your art house um, theaters near you or just, you know, when it hits probably Netflix or anything like that, definitely 
take the time to watch it. I think it's a great film. But enough of what I got to say about drug films and films I think you should see. I want to get to this great episode who with someone who I am lucky to call a friend. I think he's a wonderful and fun uh, improviser. He is an amazing actor. I, can, I can't say that more. That amazing is probably not even the adjective that expresses how great and good he is as an actor. My guest, Tim Sharp. All right, I'm here with Tim Sharp, and hey. we just started our Saturday morning with, with Enter the Void. <laughs> uh, uh, real quick, yeah. Uh, since you'd seen it before, tell mm-hmm. me, uh, give a quick like synopsis of Enter the Void, even if you can. But I bet- basically, it's when I first saw this movie, I saw it in a movie theater with uh, a good buddy of mine who is. Uh, like he's for lack of a, I don't know. He's like a manly man. He's like a like a real tough guy. And about twenty minutes into the movie, when when you die, the Enter the Void is basically it's a it's a point of view, like first person movie that within the first twenty minutes you get shot and then you experience what death you you die you go to the light. And uh, so when I saw this in the movie theater with my buddy, who's Mr. Tough Guy, he couldn't handle it. Really? Yeah. Like after twenty minutes, after like you die and stuff, like yeah, he was like, he was like hyper hyperventilating, and he was like, dude, dude, I gotta, I, I can't, I gotta get out of here. I can't watch this. I can't watch any more of this. So, wow. So that was my first experience with this movie, and then uh, and he wasn't like. He wasn't on, on anything. He was just oh no no. Sick. He was just like he's like somebody who doesn't really watch a lot of movies. So when he does, he gets sucked in like majorly, right. and and he just it was like way too much for him. And I could see why because it's like that's an yeah. intense. That's a super intense part. Um, totally. And uh, so then I I watched it by myself to finish it, and I couldn't. Handle you getting handle past it. twenty minutes the first time I watched it by myself, and then I I watched it again and I made it through. Right, but like, uh, it's basically it's like, it's kind of like a Google Maps. Like if you just keep going, yeah, that's in, a great in, way to put the view of it. <laughs> you know it is I mean? it's definitely a Google Map of like death. Yeah, <laughs> uh, great. That, I think that explains what we watched. Um, I mean, we'll be spoiling anything, so hopefully, if you yeah, but um. First off, then after what, that, before we get think? into my experience, oh, okay, before okay. we get to that, why did you want me to see this movie? I think because when I when I thought of a movie that would be like the first movie that came to my well, two movies came to my mind, this movie and Dancer in the Dark, both for the same reasons because they're just just twist they're they're just right. they're I, hardcore movies. I haven't seen Dancer in the Dark. Yet. Oh man, I cried so hard at the end of that movie. I hear it's that's what I've heard that's that type of movie. I, I like went into the bathroom to look at myself crying. Oh my God. That made me cry harder. Oh no. So uh it was either that or this movie and I, I was like, I think this would be more I don't know, I wouldn't mind crying with you, I guess. That'd be kinda no. fun. 
Would you cry? Hold each other? Yeah, we could have all held each other. This one, I mean, we definitely... There were moments of like... This movie doesn't... I don't think it... Weirdly, I don't feel like this movie hits an emotional chord for me. It hits more of like a... And it's not a shocking chord. It's mm-hmm. more of just like a... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a... There's 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 a deep chord that's hitting, of course. Well, it's, it's life dark. And, it's death and life. It's very dark. It's like a, it's a world, I think, is, that's super foreign to both of us. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That like... It's set in Japan, but I mean, the just like the dark drug... You know what I mean? Yes. Druggy world, like, a, do you know what I'm saying? I know 100 percent exactly. What and you're it, and and it's interesting. It's interesting to to see in this way, in this weird voyeuristic. You know, uh, like I guess you're a spirit hovering around, watching all this, and then yeah. and then re uh, and then remembering things. And the, I did like how they did that, though, just like cinematically. Oh, I thought cinematically this movie was. So yeah, my my impression of this movie mm-hmm. was I I initially like like I'll walk away from this movie going I like this movie. Mm-hmm. As as there's some moments that maybe we'll we'll talk to you about yeah, a little yeah. later about maybe there's like. A moment where, like, as we were joking through the movie, we were like, okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. A little, like, lengthy. Mm-hmm. But overall, like, aesthetically, this movie's brilliant. Beautiful. I loved the, how they tackled it. And, it. and it gets you in real fast, especially, like, I don't know if they purposely did this, but... One, they at the very beginning of the movie, they're including little, like, eye... Uh, Fl- like, flickers. Of the eyes. Mm-hmm. If your eyes were blinking. And it almost prepped you... One, I like when they establish it so fast so you get used to it. Mm-hmm. But then it almost prepped you so that when you would cross between... Uh, when we were in the upper view mm-hmm. and you'd cross between rooms, we'd go to the black. That didn't, it didn't feel weird. It yeah, just felt natural. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, definitely. And it, and it was almost... <clears throat> I, was, I was wondering if, if you were going to get sick. Not like you specifically, <laughs> but like I've showed this to, uh, pe- I've showed this to a few people... And I've had a couple people go, dude, this is like... I'm, gonna, I'm getting motion sickness here, like, watching this. See, I've never had motion sickness okay, during cool. a movie. Like, a lot of people, when Cloverfield came out... Right. Claimed that, like, had claims of... Uh, right. I don't know why claims. They probably had they got, real, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. motion sickness. Yeah. But I never did. Those never bother me for some reason. Uh, I me don't neither. know. I think it's because when I watch a movie, I'm really locked into, like, this mm-hmm. is just the view that I'm supposed to have yeah, throughout yeah. The, the thing. I don't know if that's it, but... I don't know either. But yeah, it's 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 in, it's like a point of view, it's intense, and uh, and I also like how they, how they like, kind of have, like, your inner thoughts. Yeah. And I like the fact that I'm saying, your, like, my, or your, because, because that's what it feels like. It's first person, yeah. Yeah. You're Oscar and they do this a great job. experience. Yeah. And that's something they established so fast off the beginning of mm-hmm. the first moments of the movie. It's like, mm-hmm. this is... Yep. This is where you are. We're going to take this this journey through one point of view. Yeah, and they—I uh, don't know if you've have you ever smoked DMT. No, I've. You you were with me for my very first like super high experience, which uh, was what? when we went to really? with landlord at Dresden. What? So I've like yeah I like I didn't know that we haven't really talked about that like. I mean, and this fits. So that was this, this fits right into this movie. Sure. Um, yeah. So, first so, so not first high ever, uh-huh. but the only, like the most intense I've ever been. Wow. Because 
the only other experiences I've had is like a little bit of pot here. Mm-hmm. Like I think the fir- when I went to Coachella, the one year I went, mm-hmm. I had that was the first time I had an edible, and it just chilled me out mm-hmm. to a point that my f- the friend I was with was like, "Are you in a bad mood?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just relaxed. Yeah. I'm just not engaged because yeah. I'm zoned out." Yeah. But then, uh, then the second time I went and saw this movie called uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, and. It's it's like a trippy movie like this as well. Yeah, different, but uh, it's meant to be like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had an, ha- a little bit of an edible right before that, going to Cine Family, mm-hmm. and it hit me halfway through. So that was like my next step. And I mm-hmm. remember, like, I was like a cliche because the girl I was dating on the drive home, I was like in the passenger seat, and I kept going, "I'm so small," and I kept going, <laughs> "I'm the fucking Steve Martin bit right now." Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, that's hilarious. But then with the Dresden, with me and Devin sharing that cookie, like that was the most intense I've ever been. And I kind of like happy I had that moment mm-hmm. before this movie because even yeah. though this movie isn't about drugs being a metaphor for for death, Mm-mm. there was just that moment of like, oh yeah, like I sat in that drug like when I was that high at that improv show. Oh god, I went yeah. through. I don't know if we talked about it at all. We didn't talk about it. I went through stages in my brain where I was watching the first set before I had to get up. Yeah. In that jam. Yeah. And I was like, I've seen this. I, can't, I was like, I was convinced that I had seen the set in its entirety before. You mean the, the, the one that the, the one, yeah, that you the, saw? The, you were like watching it yeah, going, so, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah. Like I was, I was like, I'm, I'm a step ahead of this. I know what it's going to happen next. I was convinced. Oh, wow. So then, but then the next step of that was because that was happening to me, uh, <laughs> um, because that was happening to me, I came to the conclusion in my brain that if this has happened, if I'm in this perpetual kind of deja vu right now, then I'm dying. Tonight is my last day on earth. When did that thought cross so your mind? I was mind? just sitting there, and I was. And then you had to go up on stage. Yeah, so I remember looking around, like I'd look at like you. I think you were sitting next to me the whole. T- or were you on stage the first? I was team? on stage the first team. Yeah, right. But okay, so but there was a point where you were sitting next to me at one mm-hmm. point, and but then there was Blake and Beth were, mm-hmm. and I kept looking at them and looking around, and my brain goes, "Should I just get up and leave?" And I went, "No, Dave." And like I had to call Holy myself and go. Balls. I had to call myself and go. No, Dave, don't get up and leave. It's okay if you're dying. It does, you don't need to make it a big deal and, and bring everybody down. <laughs> I literally oh convinced myself like it's okay if you're dying. <laughs> Just chill out. It doesn't need to be a big deal. And then I got up and performed. You did, and I and I was in the audience watching you, and I'd never seen you so white. <laughs> Like you, you like had no blood in your face. Like you were fucked up, man. And like, and I've never seen you do such twisted, dark. Like at one point, you me. killed somebody. I, I, I remember. Oh, you were killing everybody. I killed. And then you started taking his skin off. I tried to wear it and put it on. It was amazing. It's no wonder you definitely puked on the way home. Oh, I oh yeah. I, yeah. That was I the, I remember after the show, everybody was leaving and I was like, "Johnny, can you drive me home?" And he's like, "Yeah, but you're going to have to wait." And I sat down briefly on the couch. And I went, "I can't handle this. I have to get out of here. I felt real hot." And Devin's like, "Just come outside, man." And, yeah. and I was like, "I just want to go home." And Do you remember saying goodbye? 
to me. No, what did I say? I, I was in my car and I, I was driving away and I rolled down the passenger window. I was like, see you, good night, guys. And you were like, kind of like, like looking at my car, looking at me. And you had your hands in your pockets and you didn't look happy, but you didn't look angry, but you just kind of said, goodbye, Batman. <laughs> Do you remember that? That <laughs> made me breathe. I don't really. Goodbye, Batman. <laughs> because my car looks like kind of like my old car looks like a Batmobile. <laughs> yes. Like goodbye, Batman. <laughs> and I don't think anybody else heard you but me. But it was just like it was. It was good. It was a That's rich moment. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, because of that, like when I saw this movie, I yeah. was like, there was something that I was like, okay, I'm not. I I, I didn't feel too far removed from what was going on, or like. The ideas of what's going on. Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I've, I tried DMT once, but I don't think I smoked enough. I don't think it really affected me the way it does in this movie, but I've done enough mushrooms to, like... And mushrooms are no are nothing like right. that. They don't, like, make you go... They don't make you see the... I mean, you see... Geo, I don't know. Mushroom... A lot of mushrooms... If you're really high on mushrooms, it can get close to that, but... Right. But I thought that was a cool way to start it, too. Yeah, with the whole... It became... Well, well, it didn't scare you away, because I think if it would have started off dark immediately with drugs, it would have been like, okay, right. I'm checked out. Yeah. But it was great, because it started with DMT, and what real quick, like... I might be confusing another drug. Is DMT the one people are, have talked about how they think they, they say they meet... If you do it, you meet God? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, Joe Rogan talks about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very geometric, and you like have this being that apparently... like It's not like it doesn't have a face or, or a body. It's just this presence that sort of guides you through it, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I don't know. And it only lasts like five minutes, but it feels like forever, apparently. Apparently, uh, yeah. But that's what I liked because when he went into the DMT high, it was that it was just gorgeous. It was. Like, it was, it I was, was like, amazing. Great. I'll sit in this. Yeah. Like visually, ooh. this movie is unreal. I agree. I agree, and I love it. And it, yeah. um, the way the, the way they're using neon is very well done. It made me briefly okay with those shitty like neon uh pot posters yeah like the ucb one <laughs> oh yeah or any uh any grateful or pink floyd Lead. or what or, more grateful dad i think it's more, more that era dad. of grateful dad uh or like uh some weird like wizard rock yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah poster with like a dragon you're just like, I'm cool with that right now. Felt and neon. Yeah, felt and yeah, neon. Yeah. You're just like, ugh. When you normally see it, you're like, ugh. Yeah. But, like, okay. My other impression with this movie, outside of, like, liking the visual, like, and we might talk about that more, of course, but was that I remember before seeing this movie, I saw an article about it. And it and it made it seem like this movie was going to be hot, hard to. It made it feel like this movie was going to be hard to navigate through. Like it literally had like a headline like, like how to interpret Enter the Void, and like talking about the the um, the book being like thing. And like mm. as we watched this movie, I was like, this movie lays it right out for you. Yeah. And like it's very classical in a way of like I'm not like I don't feel like the director's like. I'm not going to try to hide anything from you or like it's if, not about twists or making if this If anything it's the opposite. It's so like blunt. It's like yeah. look, 
in the first couple of minutes, you're introduced to a book about the death, like the yeah. book of death, but or what is it, the Buddhist book of the dead, right? Book of the dead, right? Yeah, yeah. and then literally. He takes the drugs. We we kind of get some establishing information that will come back. Mm-hmm. But as we're descending the stairs to go out to the street, mm-hmm. his friend, what was that guy's fr- his friend's name? I can't remember. I can't remember the French guy. Yeah, straight up explains to us the movie you're about to watch. Yeah, in such a classic way. Yeah, of he's just like yeah that he's like our, us who we are. If we're Oscar, mm-hmm. we straight up ask him. I don't really get it. Can you explain it to me? Yeah. And then he does. He's like, yeah. yeah, it means when you die, you you get you're pretty much above everything. You're 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 you can, you can inter, you can't interact with the world, but you're part of it. You uh-huh. can just sit there and watch everything going on, and like you'll also look at your life like a mirror and, and flashes until you're reincarnated. Yeah, he says he all that. Lays it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's insane to me. And I was like. Oh, there's the movie. Great. I can I literally like it was almost like I'll just sit back and relax and let this happen. And that's that's exactly what happens for the <laughs> yeah. rest of the movie. You're it gets to a point where you're like, All right, we get it. <laughs> we both during this movie yeah. went Can you just get reincarnated yeah. already? We know what we know what to expect. Let's get there. Um I appreciate all the different sex sex acts that you're gonna show. <laughs> I, I like, love hotel. Yeah. I imagine him like with his with the editor, like the editor has like a cut, you yeah. know, and he's like, um, uh, no, no, I, I think uh, we should really um, let's let's go slower while we hover over passing through. Let's really see everything. Let's um. Let's maybe see some more sex. Yeah. Um. And let's have the uh, Oscar uh, smell his sister's panties. That? Like, what? That was one of the weirdest moments because yeah. there was this weird in, like, let's talk about, let's talk about their relationship. Yeah. Because at first, at the beginning of this movie, when she's leaving the apartment, had no clue it was the sister. I thought it was a girlfriend. The way they're treating each other mm-hmm. felt like this is a, I was like, oh, we're starting off, like, either, like, the, like they just spent the night together and she's going off. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought we were starting. Mm-hmm. But then when we revealed that she was the sister, I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And then it got even weirder. Yeah. To the point where, like, I'm and I'm sort of like, is it a culture thing? To you mean, uh, Europe like a thing? European because I felt like, do you think they were an American family or a European family? I th- well, I mean, they were I'm, American. They didn't have accents. Um, so, because if they're American, their relationship is so weird. And oh it's, God, yeah, and it's so heavy, uh, heavily influenced by just their parents dying. Because I look at like my, like I look at my friends or even my sister, and I'm like, no fucking way am oh, I yeah. ever one. My sister's ever gonna kiss on my ear the amount that she kisses him on the ear. And two, there's that scene where they're just hanging out and her tits are out, and yeah. I'm like. No way! I wouldn't even hang out with my sister in her underwear, let alone her fucking tits. Oh, God. You're <laughs> preaching the choir. Like, is your sister younger than you? She's older. Mine's younger. That's well, even worse. Well, just like in the movie. Yeah. And there's zero, zero desire to have any of that. Yeah. To have that kind of relationship. I mean, maybe that is something that happens if your parents get right. killed in front of you or something. Right. See, Which, that's, I can understand that, but then, like... So these are just questions that are going yeah. in my head, and they don't really ruin the movie or anything. It might be a European thing. It might be see, just, I'm wondering if it's a European thing, because 
we're known that like, or at least the cliche probably at this point is that Europe is is more open to sexual stuff, mm-hmm. and we're like, well, just show violence. We don't give a shit, but don't yeah, show yeah. that sex stuff. Yeah. So it could be that. But then also, okay, if it's about their parents dying in that, which <laughs> I hate to say, graphic, graphic, graphic crashing, but it just seemed like they had cheese, like they had hamburger meat on yeah, their they faces. Yeah, hamburger meat, but also. How did that accident happen? Because I was like, did the dad just not see he was going down the wrong tunnel? Yeah. It's such a weird, like, cartoonish accident because I don't get, like, because most movie accidents, I feel like the classic one is, like, just getting, like, a T-bone from the side. Yeah. We've seen a million times. Mm -hmm. Or, like, adaptation, let's back out and get hit. Yeah. Um, but this, the guy's going dip down a tunnel. It's a nice somber moment, a happy moment with the family, and then like crazy fast, there's a, a huge semi truck coming the other direction that just destroy that mur- that d- completely kills the parents. But the kids are totally fine in the back seat. But the daughter is covered in blood. Her yeah, her mom's presumably, and and again they looked. There's like. Their fate. The parents' faces looked like they looked like Hannibal Lecter when he put that other dude's face yeah. on. <laughs> Do you so know what like I mean? Would, yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like, and there was like not a lot of broke. I don't know. Yeah, it was very. I mean, and again, it's a very stagey scene. Yeah, and the only thing I can, the only thing like cinematically, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The only if I was gonna play like in defense of the movie, it's like it's a memory. Exactly. So of I'll a child. give it to you. It's yeah. a child's memory yeah. or just what we do. Like our memories are put us put together a certain way. We don't remember totally. exactly. Nobody does. That's what I'll give it. Like because even the accident could have not even not worked that right. way. Right. But it did just seem like Jesus, like you just took your family down a wrong fucking tunnel. Like yeah. it just made me go you're dumped. You're. I hate this dad. <laughs> yes. All the more reason to believe the uh, weird relationship between the brother and sister. Yeah, because like, but then there, but then there's oh. questions there because there's this weird relationship. They haven't. So what happens is, the parents die. Presumably, the grandparents don't want them. Sadly, or they're dying. Too. Or they're dying I mean, too. This, so they just give them is, away. This movie is just jam packed full of just. Disturbing, disturbing situations. Disturbing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the acting is is great, I guess. Because yeah, it's, but it's, it's so very grounded and, and dark, dark and gritty. Like, but not like a grit, a grit that winks at you. It's no. just like you know, it's just fucking the way shit is. Real, yeah. yeah. Uh, the and then the the. This, you know, catching the parents having sex. That flashback. Weird. Yeah, and it was like in a ho- but it was in a. Ho- it felt like it was in a hotel room. I think that was just to tie it in at the end. It when must have you know been. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't. I didn't put that together because yeah. I was just. I was just. I was just thrown by that being because I was like, "There's a no do not disturb thing on the one." I was like, mm-hmm. "It's a hotel." And I was like, "Why the fuck?" Are-? And then they're just going to town. But yeah, that's a good tie-in of why he would associate with well, the the and, ho- love hotel. Yeah, and see the uh, and see him, you know, so he can like because uh, that was all taking place in a hotel at the end, right? Um, but then the is there a thing where the mom just did see it and didn't let and just kept letting him watch? 
Because I expected him to get caught or something. And then, yeah. Um, that was weird. There's a lot of weirdness. There's tons of weirdness and just like, all right. Yeah, that's not explained. It's just, no, it's just in your face. There you go. Put that in your pocket. But, but real quick, back to the kids. Mm-hmm. With this weird relationship, but there's this huge gap of time they don't see each other. This is where I question the relationship. Oh, totally. Me too. Because even though their parents died, and they're the only two left, and they make this promise to each other to be... This pact. I would, I would make it more... I would probably be more believable, this weird, incestuous relationship, or a want of one, mm-hmm. if they had grown up only together. Mm-hmm. But because they were pulled apart from each other... And then they didn't grow up together. I was a little like thrown by it, unless that's just what the daughter, the girl well, wanted the whole time. But that could be a reason. I mean, maybe it wasn't executed right in this movie, but maybe because they're the time that they spent apart was the puberty days, right? Yeah, so then when go. they reconnect, it's right. like maybe he's genuinely attracted to his sister physically because he didn't see that. He didn't. He didn't grow you know up with saying? it. Yeah, it removes the thing. Yeah, that's a good way of putting that too. But they didn't really execute it like that, though. Yeah. They didn't really tell that story. That story, They yeah. told more but, like what you're saying, you know? But I feel what you're saying is valid, mm-hmm. though, too, because if you did grow up during puberty, with you, would, you, would, you wouldn't probably have that attraction. Yeah. Because you're, you're so attached. It's right. Like, it's like when you, uh, like, what, like uh, last night, somebody tried to hook to, I'm not, I don't want to say names, but last night, somebody tried to, like, hook up me and Jen Kruger at the Uh Manifesto show even though we host it and we have a bit that we're dating yeah yeah and like we ended up in a conversation where they were like hey would you guys ever date and we looked at each other and we're like no not anymore like that ship if if that like like, I don't see us not like it's not a thing of like we're not either like oh it wouldn't work or it has nothing to do with that it's that Nah, in an alternate universe, yes. Mm-hmm. But in this, what we live in, it's like mm-hmm. that. Sh- if that, if it was possible, that ship sailed, and now it's like we're a brother and sister. Yeah, we've grown up in the last five years that we've been improvising and friends so much that it's like you just don't have that attraction. Yeah, and I think you're right. Like that's removed for them. Uh-huh. I didn't think about that. Well, and the 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 whole like montage of him just watching his sister in the strip clubs like giving guys lap dances yes. and stuff like that kind of like lends to that theory as well that, I would like, agree his, and he's all you know high on drugs or whatever the fuck yeah. uh, he's definitely jealous yeah there's that interesting yeah there's a lot of there's a lot going on in such a simplistic a very simple straightforward movie and, yeah. but just done in a, a Done in such an innovatively uh, 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 visual way, yeah, and, and that it like can trip you up but aggressively. Really, yes, very aggressive. Uh, like the zoom, oh. zoom, zooming into the feet to the aborted fetus. Oh yeah, that's I, why. You know, I guess I get it, but it's like we got it already. Yeah, we like we, knew we it already happened. came over once. We, and you're like, we know what that is. Yeah, when he's fiddling around in the vagina with the metal and the like oh, metal. Metal on metal and vagina is the worst thing that yeah. like, had to, we had to experience. Like that was that was gro- that was very in our face enough. Yeah. Didn't have to come back into the room and show like the the <laughs> aftermath of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Unless I, I mean, 
this this director is known. Yeah, tell me what uh, what is his name? It's Gaspar, right? It's is Gaspar. Uh, Let me look it up. Uh, but you can tell me a little shoot. about what you know, because I only know I know only two things about this director. Yeah, and that is this. I know I know he did Irresistible, or yes. not Irresistible, Irreversible. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Irreversible, which I know about the horrific scene in that. Never seen it. And I know that... It's Gaspar No, yeah. Gaspar No. But I also know... The only other thing I know about him is that the director of Drive... Uh, Different. Different. But no, but the yeah. director of Drive consulted Gaspar No to do the smashing head in the elevator. Oh. That's the only thing I know about this director. That makes sense. <laughs> because, well, this guy, Gaspar... Now, I'm not... Sh- like All I know about his movies is that he... Actively, his goal is to sh- is to shock the audience, almost like in a in like a faces of death sort of way. Okay. Before he did Irreversible, right? Now I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think Irreversible was before this. I don't know if there. Was- oh, it was way before this. Yeah. Um, have you seen that? No, I have not. It's 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 cool. There's he uses CGI in that film, right? To bash a guy's face and head in with a fire hydrant, with a with a, like a you know a like yeah. a what do you call those fire extinguisher? Fire extinguisher. Right? Thank you. And it looks so real. Wow, it's disturbing. You could, I mean, it's worth even looking up on YouTube. You can find that really? just that clip okay. on YouTube, and it's disgustingly real. Not to mention Monica Bellucci like has like a ten minute very real graphic. N- not this not, is that's the scene I know about. Yeah, the, the rape, rape scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, that's the scene I've so... been told about. That's like people are just like you'll never not be able to ever see that. Like it will be locked yeah. in your brain. Same with the the bashing of the face in. So b- before that movie, he did something with uh, this movie about horses, and and I think it was like a glue factory or like a something where where they basically. They take in this movie. I just saw a clip, and it disgusted me, like beyond. I like. I almost boycotted ever watching anything this guy ever did. What was the clip? It's a clip. It shows a horse, a live horse, getting slaughtered. So it it gets uh. like, and it take. Uh, they take a knife and slit a horse's like throat, basically, uh. and. The amount of blood yeah. that pours out of this horse is—it's ridiculous. And and I guess his, the whole like goal of that was to you know raise awareness uh, for these like slaughterhouses. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just like you, that's. But is it? And so it was—it was a live horse too, right? Yeah. It wasn't a fake. Well, no. They like he, he went into a slaughterhouse and and they and videotaped. This okay. happening. At least they. Okay. Okay. He he didn't do it for the movie. Oh God! I thought like they had like we're gonna get a horse. <laughs> I didn't think he. We're like, gonna get a horse, okay? <laughs> and we're gonna kill it for this movie. No, it was more. But there's a period where they would have done that. I'm in sure. Cinema. <laughs> but no, I think he just like went went to a slaughterhouse where that was already gonna happen. Yeah. But it's disgusting, and it's just like why why do you need to put that in film, man? It's right. not like. I suppose it's like uh, can help 
raise awareness of the brutality of yeah. it all. I don't know. It just it seemed like just such like a shock value type move. I Does that you. make sense? Yeah. I mean, he definitely <laughs> he definitely uh, has a handle on on color correction. Oh God! Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the color, like the just, a col- all the effects in that, all the after effects or whatever. Maybe that's why you um, that uh, drive director um, like consulted him about that. Consulted him, yeah, because I think he also he may even be like a like an after effects dude that like got into directing. Oh really? I don't know because. I love the opening titles. Yeah, just I love how flashy they are. Yeah, and like with that, with that intense, like cacophonous, like just Which techno is, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Which is also throughout the movie. They're just the yeah, the beats. But surprisingly, though, I was so shocked that that movie geared me up for such a high octane movie. You mean the opening? The opening sequence, sequence that I was yeah. like, "Well, fuck." Here we like, go. Like shit, we're gonna like. He's gonna be throwing things at me fast and like crazy, but then the movie itself is like, nope, mm-hmm. like that wasn't at all. Like, it the tone. I like that. I liked it too. After like we yeah. I dug the I dig the opening sequence because it definitely like catches you off guard and makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, and it visually, I guess gets it, uh, maybe he's he's really you know what he's really good at getting you. Mentally ready for he's good at getting you visually ready for whatever he's about to show you. Hundred percent agree because I think he, and if anything, he's getting your attention. Mm-hmm. He's saying you, he's causing you to look at something and like that you can't really turn away from. Like those oh, just credits, you know you're not going to read them, but you can't look away from them. Yeah, I don't even think I was trying to read them. At no, I was just like, just like, let's just kind of like take happening. it in. Yeah. And if you hit him with that, next thing you know, it's like great. Now I don't have to. Now I don't have to win you over when I slowly and when I'm gonna really just let this be a lull of a like. Not lull mm-hmm. is the right word, but it's a crawl. It's a crawl. He's mm-hmm. he's not he's not like like every like most American movies we know, even Goodfellas, which is a great movie about. Really sh- like terrible gangsters. Mm-hmm. The way that movie's edited is pretty like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. This movie is like, I'm getting your attention, so that you're willing to allow me to cr- let you crawl through the grit, rather than like throw it at you. Yeah, and and you know how like we were kind of annoyed with like the uh, the slow move, f- the transitions were just like. Yeah. Wait, you know what I mean? Yeah, it got to a point where we were both like, kind of. Okay, again, we, get we needed you get right. just get incarnated. But at the same time, I think that that's the. I mean, if all of a sudden he started like jump cutting to things, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. It, it would have broke. American it, thing too. It would have been. It could have been us. Yeah, but also, I liked it. Even I can laugh at it and be like yeah. a little much, but I yeah, still yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Because one, he just. A director that's willing, and any good director I think does this, once they establish, this is the tone of my movie, mm-hmm. this is the um, the style I'm going to go for, and whatever, and to commit to it and just be like, great, we're going to just, we're going to power through and this is yeah. the way, like, no, we're not going to like, 
I know that it might be even in the editing bay if there's that moment where like well this is getting a little tedious what about the willingness to be like no it's going to pay off because we do stick to it there's something honorable and like totally and great about that and that further supports my theory that he edited this movie <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised he edited it he did the, all the effects because I don't know I suppose if you're getting paid you just do whatever the director asks but I can't imagine uh, we'll have to look it up I don't have uh, do you know what I mean I yeah I know exactly what you mean like the editor if I was editing it I'd be like um I, there had to have been millions of conversations where he's just asking for more Let's have another shot of us zooming in from above into the cab. Um, right. Oh, what, we could just use this um, shot that we already, you know, composited in, you know, yeah. this very complex, you know, post-production program, computer yeah, yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. You Oh, you want us to do another one? Okay. If that, Do you think that's really going to help you tell your story? Okay. All you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. That would be so tedious. It, I, like, it probably I, is. I, I wanna, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he did it. Just, it was him. He just locked himself in his apartment for a period of time and came out with this movie. I would not be surprised. Me neither. I would not, I would not be surprised. I'm curious, too, because like some shots seem like in camera. Like I'm curious how much... Yeah. Is in camera yeah. between those, like especially like in the in the love hotel sex scene. I'm like, is that all set or are there are they or is there a cut? I think there's me between the black. I mean, I, I'm assuming there's a cut. Yeah, I think that's there what I'm be, assuming. I'm, I'm assuming that too. I think there's some like funky, you know, After Effects moves he's pulling there. Um, like, and was that a model? It had to have been a model that he was over. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that whole neon thing was just that yeah. exact model we saw in the movie. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. That or a digital model, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, but yeah. great use of, of, of you know special effects, of CGI. Yeah. Right? And such a, just a fun, a fun way to, to captivate your brain, to be like, why is it this way? Like, yeah. this is so just... Cap- like, it grabs your attention... Yeah, and setting it in Tokyo. Yeah, it's such a... F- it's like a neon city. It's yeah, great. It is. It's totally a neon city. It's kind of a place... And I think it's interesting because... I'd have never been to Japan. I really want to. Mm-hmm. But what I hear about it is it's a little seedy like that. Yeah. But also, it's such an it has, it has such an interesting history that I think that's why it's like that. It's because... I like I love uh, Japanese cinema, so I've just done like I've read like books just on their cinema, no and it kind of uh, matches their history. And if you look at like Japanese history, they've constantly gone through like identity crisis, hmm. and it doesn't. Yeah, and they, some yeah, of them are forced. Totally. They're not just like oh, because like many times uh, empires have been taken over and things shift. Yeah, and then they were like right in the middle of another shift, and then World War Two happened. And then it got shifted again by the American occupation. Uh-huh. Then when we left, it shifted. Like they're like they're a nation that's just constantly like shifting and then just grabbing because mm-hmm. they have so much Americanization in it. But mm-hmm. there's also this all this old. What else is there? Like there's so much in this movie. Like there's and again I see so much, but there wasn't. It's such a simple movie. This, this is the introduction to Paz de la Huerta. Which one's Paz? The woman, the girl, the sister. 
What else is she? She was in what, um, after this. She was in. Uh, I recognized her and just and Boardwalk Empire. Oh, I never watched it, so I, yeah, she's in that. She was. Well, she, she got. Movie she got there? fired. From oh, it. really? Oof. Yeah, she's a bit of a wild card. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is she in a one of the Bond movies at all? Possibly. I don't. Is she the Bond girl that gets? I don't know. Is she in the second Bond one and gets covered in oil? I'm, she might be that. She might be. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. Look that up after. She also was in the. A Walk to Remember with Mandy Moore. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what a crazy contrast. I know. <laughs> but uh, super hot. Yeah. Super sexy. And uh, and such a unique, like, believable character, too, that's, like, kind of, I, I don't know. Oh, I mean, you, she's still a child when she shows up in Tokyo. Yeah. She has her teddy bear with her. Yeah. Like, it's a, such a simple way of, like, we, the sad thing is, be, Oscar, us, Yeah. we we take away her innocence yeah. by bringing her to Tokyo. Yeah, that's an interesting way of putting it. I never really, because, yeah. It does, he is at the fault. He fucks every, it's But be, we are at the fault. We are at like, the fault. We're so the director takes us <laughs> through the journey of. Making shitty decisions and being kind of an awful person. Yeah, he puts us right in that in the driver's seat of making and yeah. ruining the people around that's, us. That's because look at everybody. That's what it's this because movie of is. us. That's that's an uh, insummation of this movie. That's what it is. Yeah, Enter it, the Void. That's the because look, the movie starts with Enter. The uh-huh. movie starts and then we get birthed. Uh huh. We get reincarnated. Two and, and a half says, hours later. Two and a half hours. We get reincarnated. It says the Void. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear he's saying you're in the void right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, great. Yeah, death. We were like, oh, we'll enter the void. Like, no, we're in it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. your shitty decisions that make it the void. <laughs> yep. And while you're dead, looking to reincarnate through some form, we're, yeah. we're going to hover above your shitty decisions that you've made and it's a really live them yeah what if you reshot it's a wonderful life but like like this yeah (laughs) what did we say earlier that when like (laughs) when he comes out of the when he came out of the when we came out of the womb we would start playing the circle of life life, and then it would just be the Lion King butt from the point of view of Simba (laughs) that'd be amazing oh god I wish we had like the talent just the two of us to put that online that'd be amazing (laughs) somehow um, also, there's this crazy, gratuitous penis, like that. I think that's shot. That's the only shot that I'm like, oh, like that was the only. I'll be honest with everything we saw, even the fetus to me. Yeah, the 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 penis head in a vagina, then ejaculation. To me, it was the only one I was like, you, you don't need that. We, well, there's a lot of you don't need that. Yeah, right, but that in that just felt like. It didn't matter. We didn't know fit. how that fucking works, man. Yeah, and it didn't really fit with the rest of the movie. Yeah, and it was super. It was the most like the other things, like buildings and stuff. Them being digital, even mm-hmm. the cab being digital at one point. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of fine with because it's like, all right, I'm in a weird state right now. I really don't even know if at this point of the Love Hotel is real. Mm-hmm. So maybe it, I'll give him that. Maybe it can be digital. But if really what you're trying to do is present a, a reality to me of like, this is. This is really happening. She's mm-hmm. going to be impregnated, and you're going to get reincarnated as the baby. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think we needed a digital cock fucking <laughs> <laughs> Thrusting. Yeah, you really don't out. think we needed it. That, to I, me, was like definitely like, no, you went for shock. If it had the stinky light, maybe... <laughs> oh, God, would. the stinky lights in the, in the love of... I love that you called out the stink, like, how it's like, they're... they're everybody's junk is fucking glowing. Yeah, they, Oh, fuck. Crazy movie. So crazy. Uh... Enter the Void. Enter the Void. Check what? it out. Everybody should check this out. Just maybe not do it on a Saturday morning like us. Oh, yeah, or maybe but just watch the first half hour. I got. We got to talk about one feeling like right before yeah, yeah, yeah. is that we talked about so many things that sound horrible. Yeah. We have a fetus. We yeah. have a metal in a vagina, a, a cock thrusting. Uh-huh. The one thing that me and you oh, cringed yeah. at <laughs> was the scene where Oscar and his um, sister. Yeah, this are is after t- you see a bullet blow your chest open and yeah. you die. You fall to the ground dying. <laughs> We're fine through that. We're fine. But when. But when. We watch Oscar, who lightly cuts his thumb. Yeah, like, pricks his thumb. Pricks his thumb to make a, a promise with his sister. Pricks his thumb. Like, traditional, yeah. like, great. I just made a little blood come out. Uh-huh. His sister's, like, real scared about getting a prick. Yeah. He fucking puts that knife so deep into her thumb. And drags I, it through the entire blade through, through her, her thumb. thumb. You <laughs> God. And, like, right now I'm like, is that a choice? Because that's so like here's here's my who's one going through my head. It's either a choice yeah. that they made of like yeah we see how we fucked her life up when she returns. Oh yeah. You just you 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 are you're you're wounding her. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. So there's that that idea uh-huh. if that's what they meant. Or my other is that's just really shitty C- CGI that someone just like. So they probably didn't really cut the girl, maybe. Oh, right. It might have been done CGI, and they just went way too deep with it. And they're like, yeah. just keep it. Nah, fuck <laughs> Those it. are my have, two theories. We have more cab shit. We got to we make <laughs> yeah. more cabs. We got this whole penis. <laughs> we got an into airplane to do. Now. Yeah, shit. Just leave it. Uh, and all the mother shit was crazy, and tits. And oh, God, yeah. with tits and mothers. And like, diving into whoever's fucking your sister just to experience what that's like for a second. Yeah. That's that, weird, too. That was way weird. That happened so soon, too. Yeah. The, to the, like, With her and Mario. At first, I was like, is that what he's doing? I don't know. And then when he did it again later, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, that's what he's doing. He, that's uh, exactly. Then when he smelled her panties. Yeah, he like, spelled, it, he's a fuck... We were fucked up in this movie. Yeah. We. Not to Oscar. We. Yeah. This movie makes you... Yeah, it makes you like the the you're a monster. This disgusting junkie. You say junkie. you're not a junkie at the beginning of the movie. You know you're a junkie yeah. by the time, and you're twisted. But maybe do you think there's hope at the end with the reincarnation? Sure, because there has to be, right? Well, yeah, I think that's I'm, the only hope is that you I do mean, get another chance. Yeah, they do. I mean, un- unless it becomes this weird. Loop back that this like weird, great like, now now Oscar as the baby is trying to fuck his mom or but something. Nah, I hope not. I mean, there's only that know. weird Oedipus. Yeah, Oedipus thing. But the only the implication now is that the weird the weird nipple shot as the baby looked at the nipple. And you're I like, think that's just this. I think, I think it's, it's just European the dude. Yeah, that's it. I think it's. I think this director's dark. He's seen a lot of shit. And this is the story he wants to tell. Right, and, and he told it. And if at any point. You have the option between making eye contact with your mom fresh out of the womb or making her nipple come into focus. 
I think the the choice is his choice is clear. Very obvious. Yeah, make right. that nipple into focus. Get that nipple into focus. Enter the void. Well, we have entered the void. Thanks for watching that with me. Oh, that was thanks. Crazy. Thanks for introducing it to me, Tim. Yeah. Thanks for being being on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to I Will Watch Anything Once. If you want um, more from Tim Sharp, of course, follow him on Twitter, at Tim Sharp. Also, check out a um, great series that he's been part of, which is Undeclared, Tell Death, Enlightened. I highly suggest Enlightened. He's wonderful in that. And check out um, Blunt Talk, which is premiering today. Today, August 22nd. Definitely check it out on the Stars Network. Um, you can watch the first two episodes on their website currently for free. I don't know when that's going to end. I've watched them. Highly suggested. He's great in it. Also is Mary Holland, who is a, a coach of our Herald team. Come and check out Landlord on Herald Night at UCB. Both um, Tim Sharp and myself are on that team. Mary Holland, who also stars on Blunt Talk, was once our coach. Blah, blah, you don't need to know the inner workings. But come out, see Landlord. We have a couple shows coming up. August 28th at 4.30 p.m. with the UCB matinee. Then we have a midnight show on August 29th that Landlord will be performing. And then the following Monday on the 31st, of August, you can see Landlord on uh, part of Herald Night at 9.30 p.m. Check out the ucbtheater.com um, website. You can get uh, reservations for all those shows or tickets. Don't miss an opportunity to see Landlord. It's a great team. If you are enjoying I Will Watch Anything Once, please go onto iTunes and subscribe and rate. That will bring more listeners to the podcast. As well as you can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWWAO. You can follow it also on Tumblr at I Will Watch Anything Once. Tumblr.com. If you yourself as listeners have films that you'd like me to watch um, and respond on, please um, message me at Twitter, message me on Tumblr, send me an email at IWillWatchAnythingOnce at gmail.com. And remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. They created fortune cookies. Not China. Not China. I didn't know that. Yep. In fact, uh, China, uh, Ch- Chinese people don't eat fortune cookies. Really? Like, that's not like a, a common <laughs> thing. I didn't I, know I that. I think Japan made that. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Really? Edit that out. That's, no, that's like such edit a, that weird, out. a weird, like... I don't know anything I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I listened to something last night that uh, was talking about it, but I wasn't listening to it clearly enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> uh, or leave it good. in. It's all good. I think we're good.